I'm going to tell you, I'm thankful, thankful for the opportunity to be born again. Amen. Amen. We were all born once. But in order to get to heaven, you must be born again. Not physically, but spiritually. Amen. You don't join the family of God. you got to be born into it. And I'll tell you something else. Just coming to church, just coming to church does not make you a Christian any more than sitting in a freezer makes you a popsicle. Amen. You've got to be born again. And the way to be born again is found in the book of Acts, the second chapter in verse 38. It says, repent. That means to tell God you're sorry for your sins and leave them behind, walk away from them, quit them. I don't want to look like I used to look. I don't want to talk like I used to talk. I don't want to frequent where I used to frequent. I don't want to be what I used to be. I want to be a brand new creature in Christ Jesus. Amen. Lay your sin down. And then let this wonderful pastor baptize you in water in the name of Jesus. And when you go down in that water, baby, it's not just a water bath. The blood of Jesus comes into that water and washes every sin you've ever committed away. Hallelujah. Cleans you out. He empties your heart. And then he fills you with his Holy Ghost power. anybody that wants it. Mark Matthew chapter 14 and verse 22. It is an honor to be here today with this wonderful pastor and his good wife and their little girl that's on the way. Amen. Just about here could happen any moment. I need to put a shield here in case she just pops out during the service and splatters all over us. Amen. Wouldn't that be something? Amen. What happened at church today? We had a brand new baby born. Amen. Amen. And thank God for, for Elder and Sister Camarina. These are wonderful folks and they love the Lord. And this is a great church that's been started and built by these wonderful folks, all four of them. Amen. Thank God you're here today. Amen. I don't know Amen. where you came Jesus from or how far you drove today, but wherever it was, it's Amen. worth the drive. Amen. In the presence Lord, of Almighty yeah. God. Sister, you do so good on that piano. Amen. I would, if I knew how to play the piano and sing like you do, I would have became something in life. <laughs> Amen. And the good sister singing, praise singing with her, good drum playing. Everything's just wonderful in the house Amen. of the Lord. Turn to somebody and say, you look so handsome or pretty, whatever they are, whatever, whatever they are. Don't get it mixed up. No matter what the world says, there is a difference. There is a difference. Amen. Matthew chapter 14 and verse 22. Matthew. I used to tell folks years ago, I'd say, turn to the ugliest person next to you. And tell them you're glad they're there. And one congregation just stared at me the whole time. So I quit saying that. Amen. Matthew 14 and verse 22. Let's read it together out loud, if you will. If you know how to read, read it with me. If you don't know how to read, just pretend like you do. Let's see what God has for us today. And straightway, Jesus constrained his disciples to get into a ship and to go before him unto the other side. And he sent the multitude away. 
And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. As we're going to read through 29, let's keep going. And uh, when he was, when the evening was come, he was there alone. Read with me. But the ship was now in the midst of the sea. It was in the middle of the lake. So it was just as easy to go forward as it was to turn back. Amen. So they decided, should we turn back or go forward? We're in the middle. And that's where we are today, some of us. Amen. Amen. You're too close to turn back. Amen. You went too far in God to turn around. Amen. Amen. And so the Bible said it was in the middle of the sea and it was tossed with waves. For the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them. He was not searching for them. I know Jason Crabb's got a beautiful song while he was searching for me. Amen. That's a wonderful song. But he was not searching for them. He knew where they were. He went to help them. Amen. God never searched for you. He knew right where you were. He knows right where you are today. He's not searching for anyone this morning. He knows where you are. And he has come not just to be here, but to help you today. Amen. Walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It's a spirit. And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I. Be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, if this is really you, I want to know before I step out if this is the real thing. Before I try to put my life into something, I want to know it's really you. Yeah. He didn't need to come unto thee on the water. And watch what Jesus said. One word. Come. come. That's all he said. One word. When God speaks to you, it don't take a lot of words. Right. right. When you're seeking for God and you're hungry for God, it don't take a lot of words from him. One word is all you need. That was for me. Amen. That's what I needed to hear. He said, come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship. Everybody say, out of the ship. When Peter got out of the place he was at. When Peter left behind what he was once in, he started walking on the water to go to Jesus. And I want to preach for the next few moments, and I beg you to help me. Don't go down with the ship. Don't you go down with the ship. Would you put your Bibles down, lift your hands and your hearts once again, your voices, and let's talk to the Master this morning, Master of Heaven. God, I pray, Lord, that you would have your way here this night, this morning, God. God, I pray, Lord, that you would have your way here this morning, Lord, the congregation to preach with the preacher to receive the word of the Lord. Anoint the men of God, Lord, to obey the Holy Ghost. God, let the yoke of sin be destroyed. God, let the yoke of sin be destroyed. turn to two people and say, don't go down with the ship. Hallelujah, hallelujah. God bless you. You can be seated today. Amen. 
Amen. We find in this scripture, uh, there was another writing throughout the word of the Lord where the Bible says when Jesus came walking on the water, it said he would have passed them by. Amen. He would have just went right on by them. Amen. And some may say, well, why would he go through all the trouble of walking on the water if he's just going to pass them by? We'll show you in a moment. Amen. But I want to tell somebody today, it don't matter where you are in life. It don't matter what's going on in your life, in your marriage, around you, with circumstances. It don't matter how bad everything is. You don't have to go down with that ship today. Amen. Amen. We got a God here today that's saying, I've got a better way for you. I can deliver you from a sinking ship. I can deliver you from a sinking lifestyle. I can deliver you from failure and addictions that are taking you down. Oh, I feel this in my soul here today. I want to tell somebody again, I feel the Holy Ghost is crying out, don't go down with the ship. I don't care Who's going down with it? Don't you go down with the ship. I don't care how many of your family members, your loved ones, your friends, hallelujah, are going down. Don't go down with the ship today. Here we find in the scripture we read that Jesus had just fed 5,000 men plus children and women with just five loaves of bread and two fishes. And when he got done and cleaned it up and got rid of the leftovers, Jesus told his disciples, he said, I want you to get into a ship and go ahead of me to the other side. Amen. And he sent all the multitudes away and then he went up into a mountain to pray and he prayed all night long. Amen. And the ship the disciples were in was now they were doing what God told them to do. They were following his orders, which lets me know sometimes just because troubles hit does not mean you are out of God's will or you are failing God. But you can be doing exactly what God wants. Oh, I feel this today. You can be doing exactly what God wants you to be doing. You can be praying. You can be faithful at church. You can be working for the kingdom of God. Serving God with all your heart. And troubles hit. Amen. That don't mean God's angry at you or God's mad at you. Amen. Sometimes God's just allowing you to see what you got inside. To see just what you have. Sometimes God allows storms to hit so that you can whip the devil and show to the world that you got a God that is able to keep you through everything you go through. What is it? Sometimes it's just simply a set up by God. He's just setting you up so that you can give him glory, that you can whip the devil. And I want to tell somebody today, when God sets you up, don't let him down. and the storm hit them and they were being tossed with waves and their ship was completely out of control. These men were, they were sea merchants. They knew how to handle the boat. They knew how the waters. They knew storms. But they was not prepared for this 
storm. It hit them unexpectedly. And they were out of control. And they could not control what was going on around them. They were no longer, and I feel this today, heading in the direction that they started out in. Amen. They were going up and then back down. Every time a wave hit a boat, more water would be taken on. And it was causing the ship to go down. Hallelujah. And that's the bad news today. But with Jesus, bad news is always followed with good news. And the good news is, while they were in their storm, while they were going down, somewhere between 3 a.m. and 6 in the morning, Jesus saw where they were. And he came to them walking on the water. What were you doing, God? He was walking on the very thing that was taking them down. He was walking on the very problems, the thing that was bringing his boys down. say this right now. There's, a, there's so much distraction here today. Amen. I need everybody to keep your mind on God. As, and you, see, you see what I see? There's so much distraction. The devil's distracting so many people. Amen. Keep your mind on God today. God wants to help somebody in this second. Would you help me pray right now? God, have your way in this house. 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 God, have your way in this Somebody here this morning, you're in trouble. You're in a storm here today. The waves are tossing you to and fro. You're heading in a direction you don't like to be heading today. Up and down. The waves of life are causing you to go down. You're not happy. And somebody here today, you may not be showing it on the outside, but on the inside, you're really wanting out of the mess that you're in. But I'm here to tell you, Jesus sees exactly where you are. And he has come to help. Yes. Amen. I want you to know it don't matter how dark it may look, it don't matter how rough it may be, he is here, he can help you if you will let him. Oh, is anybody thankful? You're in a place where Jesus is. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, you can't help in the bar room. You can't help in the stadium. You can't reach the bar on the internet. Good night. 
He doesn't knock any doors down. Yes. He don't bust windows out. Right. My Bible said he just simply. That's right. Yes. Who's that knocking at my door? Oh, the one that has everything you need. Yeah. Yeah. The one that has healing for your body. Yeah. The one that has healing for your mind. Yeah. The one that has the solution to your marriage. Yeah. The one that has joy for your marriage. Yeah. Yeah. The one that has power for your home. The one that has fixing for your family is here. The one that can deliver you from crying and pain and from cigarettes and whiskey and beer and pot and pornography and adultery and lust and lying and gossip and stealing and cussing and fighting and anger and jealousy. by the name of Holman Hunt. And he painted a beautiful picture of Jesus and it was called the light of the world. You've probably seen it. It showed Jesus wearing a crown of thorns, very humble face, and he was standing outside the door of a human heart. Old picture. And he was patiently knocking and calling for them to let him in. And a copy of this painting was hanging in a church in London when it was first displayed. And critics came to comment on his work and one of them turned to the artist and said, Mr. Hunt, this is a masterpiece. But you've got one very serious mistake. You have painted a door without a handle. And the artist looked and said, sir, that's no mistake. Hallelujah. The handle is on the inside. Amen. In other words, there's no handle for God to open on the outside of your heart or your life. He does not. You're the only one that can open that door. You're the only one that can let him in. Oh, I'm here today. You're the only one. But I wish God would come down and set me free. I wish God, oh, I feel this way. I know you do too. I wish God would fix my home. I wish God would fix my marriage. I wish God would fix my babies and my children. I wish God would fix my relationship. I wish God would fix my finances. I wish God would heal me. I wish God would deliver me. Well, let me tell you, baby, he wants to. He's here to do it, but he's not going to trust himself. Are you with me today? Somebody has got to open that door and say, come on, God, whatever I got to do, whatever I want to be more faithful. I want to be more holy. I want to be more 
set you free. Is anybody with me here today? Our God never shows up empty or shorthanded. He has everything every man needs. Every lady, every young person, every husband, every daddy, every divorcee. It doesn't matter. Don't matter what you've been through. He's got just what you need. He had everything they needed in that boat that night. He never shows up shorthanded. He always has what everybody needs. That's right. And those boys were in the boat and they were going down. Hallelujah. They were sinking. And here came Jesus with everything they need. Power over their troubles. He didn't have to do anything with his hands. He just speaks the word. In one place, he stood up on the bow of the boat. The storms were raging. The, the, The winds were blowing. The water was filling up. He didn't say, he just said simply, peace, be still. And when he did, everything in creation, listen to him. He has everything you need today. He had everything those boys in the boat needed in their sinking ship that day. But before he could be of any benefit to them, there had to be some response from them. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 They had to let him know, we need your help. We want your help. See, let me tell you how Jesus works. He always comes close enough to us to let us know, I'm here to help you. But yet he stays far enough away to let you see if you really want him. You've got to put forth some effort. He don't just bust your door down. He don't just intrude into your marriage. He don't just jump in and take over unwanted. Are you with me? Hallelujah. But he's always close enough if you want him, but far enough, you got to show him. Amen. How I feel his presence here today. I feel his glory here today. Amen. I wish somebody right now would touch him one more time. Touch him one more time. Hallelujah. I'm almost done today. When Peter saw Jesus, the Bible cross said he cried out, Lord! That got Jesus' attention. He would have just kept walking. I'm here to help you, boys. I'm here to give you what you need. But if you don't want me, if you don't show me, if you don't let me know, I'm just going to keep on walking. He's here today for somebody. Yeah. He's in his house right now. Yes, amen, amen. He's walking right through here right now. He's given everybody in this building an opportunity. Here's the deal about Jesus. Everyone here has different needs. Everybody here is going through different situations, different addictions, different sins, different troubles, different problems. It don't matter to Jesus. He's not even asking you what it is. It don't matter to him what it is. If you're sick, you don't say, what are you sick of? If you're bound, he don't say, what are you bound by? It don't matter to God. It don't matter if you're real sick or a little sick. It don't matter if you've had a collar or a shoulder. It don't matter to God. It don't matter if you're dying of cancer. It don't matter if you're bound with aspirin or you're bound by man. It don't matter to God. That's not the... He can take care of everything. When they came to him with sickness, he never said, how long have you had it? What's wrong? Never. It didn't matter to him. 
He didn't have to balance it and try to figure it out. No, no. He just said if he just was able to one touch of his hand, one word from his mouth. Amen. Amen. When the legion came against him, he said, what's your name? They said, legion, meaning we are many. He didn't say how many. It didn't matter. He just said, come out. And when he did, he spoke the word. I'm here to tell you today, I don't care if it's a little thing or a big thing you're dealing with. Let me tell you, somebody else, you don't even want to tell nobody your problem. You don't want to be embarrassed. You don't want to be shamed. You don't want to be humiliated. You don't want to be disrespected. You don't want nobody to know because they'll make fun of you or put you down or cut you off. To some, what you're dealing with may be a real thing, but that's because they're not dealing with it. But when you're the one dealing with it, baby, it feels like a mountain. Hallelujah. It don't matter if it's a little pain or a lot of pain. Pain is pain. Addiction is addiction. Hurt is hurt. He's here today to take care of everything you have. But somebody does. Yeah, yeah. Somebody in this area does. Yeah. You may not want him here right now, but somebody next to you may. Hallelujah. All I know is he said, when I throw out my word, when I throw out my power, it ain't going to come back void. It will do what I threw it out to do. You may not receive it, but the person next to you may. This church may not want it today, but somewhere around this area, somebody does. But thank God, he didn't just pass it. He's here giving somebody an opportunity. He's giving somebody a chance. Hallelujah. And with that, Peter realized it. We need help a Jesus, get me out of this boat. I don't want to go down. Let me come to where you are. Because what's taking me down is under your feet. If I can get from here to there, it'll be under my feet also. And again, if they had not cried out, he'd have kept on walking. Here we go. Amen. So many times, Pastor, Especially in this day and age, 
you walk into a restroom. And as you walk in, you don't have to touch nothing. The light's just calm. Wow. You walk over to the sink, you don't have to touch nothing. Just put your hand over there. It starts coming out. The water. Go to the soap dispenser. You don't touch nothing. It just comes out. Want to dry your hands off? Just put your hands there. Get through using the restroom a lot of times. Don't got to touch nothing. It does it on its own. Motion sensors. How motion sensitive activation. Hallelujah. It's there. It's ready to do what it needs to do. But it just takes a little bit of motion. It just takes some movement. I'm going to tell you that our God is a motion sensitive. He's got everything you need. He's got everything waiting on you. He's just looking for some motion. He's just looking for some movement. He's just listening for a cry. Oh, does anybody know what I'm talking about? He's passing through this place today. He's looking to help somebody today. Let's stand to our feet. Let's stand to our feet. I'm here to tell you, he's here today. He's looking for somebody. He's looking for somebody. He wants you to cry out and get his attention. Come on today. Do you feel the presence of heaven? Do you feel the presence of heaven today? He's here, but he's not going to do anything for you until you cry out and show him some bullshit. Oh, somebody bring him. Come on. You that are in the storm, it's going down. You're the only one that can decide how far you're going to go. You that are addicted, you that are bound, you that are empty, you can the only one that can decide how far you're going to go. But we got a God here today that says you don't have to go down one more foot. You don't have to go down another inch. Follow me. Follow me. Get my attention. I set you free today. Oh, somebody loved it. Somebody needs to step out of your seat right now. Somebody needs to follow this preacher up to the front and lift your hands and say, God, I feel you. God, I see you. God, I need you. Come on right now as the church is praying. Come on, he's waiting for somebody to call on him. Hallelujah. Listen. Listen. Hallelujah. Holy Ghost, have your way. Listen to me. I want to close it with this. Somebody needs to get the shoveling spirit off of you that's saying that's good for them. Good for No, it's for you today. Jesus was hanging on the cross, Pastor Camarina. And in his last few words, he said, Father, forgive them know what they're doing. What did he do that day? He threw forgiveness out for the whole world. He was the one going through the torment, but he was forgiving us. And he threw it out and it's still flowing today. When God starts something, it don't end. When he created the beginning, it's still going. You know what? That forgiveness is here in this house right now. It's flowing. It's flowing. All it's waiting on is for somebody to take hold of it and say, I'm sorry! 
Forgive me of my sins, God. I want to quit them. I want to lay them down. I want to walk away from them. I want to change. And when you do that, His forgiveness will flow into your heart and forgive you of everything you've ever done. When He hung on that cross and the blood came rushing out of His body, that blood was for the whole world, for the sins of the world. And it's still flowing today. And it's flowing through this house right now. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. Thank God for the blood. Thank God for the blood. What could wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. His blood is flowing. Listen to this preacher. You don't just get the blood. You don't just get in the blood or accept the blood. The only way to get the blood into your life is to let this great pastor take you in that next room with that baptismal tank and put you under the water in the name of Jesus. Not titles, Father, Son, and Holy Ghost. Father's not a name. Son's not a name. Holy Ghost is not a name. Those are just titles. Those are offices he had. His name is Jesus. He puts you under that water in the name of Jesus. The blood that started on Calvary will come into that water, go into your body, go into your soul, and it will wash every sin you've ever committed away. He spoke to the disciples one day and said, Receive you the Holy Ghost. He threw the Holy Ghost out for everybody. It's here today. It's here today. He's just waiting for somebody to lay your sin down. Lay your past lifestyle behind. Watch and get out of the seeking boat that you're in. And say, you can stay here if you want to, but I'm getting out. I'm not going down like I'm getting out of this sinking ship. I'm going to Him. And I promise you, He will fill you with His power today. Yes. There's nothing He can't do. There's nothing too hard for Him. There's no life too broken that He can't put back together. There's no marriage too hard gone that He can't fix. There's no addiction He cannot break. There's no sickness He cannot heal. He's passing by right now. Why don't somebody reach out to Him? These altars are open. Why don't somebody come on right now? Get out of your seat. That's the first step.